To Rugby League in a story which starts with a shocking event but showcases the perseverance of one of our toughest athletes. Last January, Hull Kingston Rovers front rower Mose Masoi suffered a serious spinal injury while playing in a pre-season match in the UK. The Samoan international was told he might never walk again, but eight months later he took his first unaided steps. More than a year on, he told our producer Vinnie Wiley he's still facing a long, uncertain road to recovery, but he's learnt to keep grinding. Just like having a knee reconstruction, and they say it's about nine months is the recovery. And normally, you know, sports people like to push it and say six months. That's similar to what a spinal injury is like. It's really crucial for the first 18 months of your your recovery phase. Um, You tend to get a lot of things back in that time. And then after that, it kind of plateaus. So I'm just thinking 18 months. So it's it's month 13 now. And um, yeah, I still got to just keep chipping away and um, and finding new things to do and hopefully um you know the signals get from my brain through my spinal cord down to what I'm what I'm trying to achieve but um you just got to you just got to keep keep at it what's been some sort of key milestones for you along the journey so far it's just taken me the last 3 months to learn is um to get up off the ground <laughs> my uh, might sound um insignificant to other people but getting off the ground for for myself is is massive um like I said, it's taken me three months, and so now hopefully I can wean myself off the the crutches and um, be more um, more active outside without cut crutches. And then, you know, if I do take a fall, you know, I'll be able to uh, pick myself off off the ground. So um, yeah, that that was a massive um, massive thing for myself. There's obviously still some things that you can't do. Um, has it made you grateful for the things that you can? That's it. I think a lot of people go, oh, you know, so unlucky, you know, the injury. When I but when I look back at it, it could have been so much worse. And and I, I instead of counting the things I can't do, I, I love counting the things that I can. Just um, be able to feed myself my dinner. <laughs> um, you know, the first six weeks when I was in hospital, like the nurses were feeding me, my my partner was feeding me, my kids were feeding me, the boys were coming to training, they were feeding me, giving me a drink and everything. So. Those little things that I took for granted pre-injury, um, those are the little things that I really cherish now. And speaking of your partner and your children, um, you know, you're pretty philosophical about it. Uh, how are they coping? How are they adapting? I, I really feel sorry for them at the moment just because, you know, everyone says we've only been in lockdown for a few times, but if, if, I feel like they've been in lockdown ever since I've had my injury. So that they've been having to, to cope, getting used to me being um, not being able to do things um uh, the kids were spending their time, uh, the weekends in, in the hospital with me. So they've pretty much been in lockdown for over a year now, my family, but they're really positive. They bring a big smile to my face and kids are adaptable and um, they've really um, helped me along the way and, and made my journey so much easier. And have they stepped up to the plate at home? Do they help dad around the house a bit? Yeah, yeah, they do. Um, you know, when I forget something upstairs, they, they're always like, oh, yeah, well, I'll go get it, dad. And, you know, they've, they've been really helpful and just little things that I need. Um, I can't bend over and grab stuff off the ground yet um, when I'm standing. So if something falls on the ground, they're always like picking it up for me. Or our eldest daughter's um, they come down and have breakfast and um, she's made me a coffee for breakfast, which has been, been pretty cool. And so your your parents are back here in, in Wellington in New Zealand, obviously. Uh, they've been here for a number of years and I think your partner's family's in Australia. Uh how has it been, you know, quite far away from them when something, you know, so significant as, as this injury happens? Uh, have you been able to keep in touch with them? When my injury first happened, um, uh, Chris's cousin come over 
um, she come over straight away and really helped out. My sister and, and then my sister come over a couple of weeks later and a couple of our friends come over too. So we're just really lucky that they come over before the country went into lockdown. So um, they see me at my worst. And, um, but at the same time, there was so much help. Chris and the kids, um, you know, taking the kids to school because we, we still live about an hour away from the, the specialist hospital where I was at. So, um, you know, Chris will, will be at hospital with me all day and then she had to rush back and pick up the kids an hour's drive and she'll try to drive back and, um, you know, bring the kids to see me after school and things like that. So having um, family and friends here was a great help. And how's the Samoan language? I, I hear you've been having a few thoughts about maybe brushing up a little bit. Obviously not too many Samoans over in Hull. My daughter asked me all the time, especially when I talk to my parents, so or what did Nana say or what did Pa say? And I kind of feel sorry because I've been neglecting my own heritage and my language. And, um, you know, I, I need to kind of teach them just the basics so then they kind of get the understanding of, of Samoa and um, where I'm from. And, and what did it mean for you and your family when you put on the blue jersey and represented Toa Samoa and, and obviously at a World Cup as well? Oh, it was massive. Um, you know, mum and dad was super proud. You know, my parents still speak fluent Samoan. I think my dad only knows a few uh, English words as well. So, you know, it was it was a big moment for, for the family name. And we were lucky enough at the end of that World Cup to go back to Samoa. And uh, that was the first time I've ever been to Samoa too. Going back there and meeting a few of the family members, um, it was um, quite a proud moment for them to see um, me uh, representing um, Tor Samoa. And of course, your um, injury happened, you know, just a week after basically Michael Fatilopa had a similar incident playing uh, for, for his rugby side over in the UK. Were you, did you see the incident at the time? At, at the time, yeah, it was exactly a week before I had my accident. Uh, I, I remember reading a few articles about it and I, I was sitting back here and I was going, oh, at the time it was, it was really sad. Um, I was lucky enough to um, tee up with, um, with Michael through text message, um, you know, um, earlier on in our um, recovery. I, I got to FaceTime him a few times and um, I just keep in touch and I watch all his um, Instagram videos of him back home. He's doing really well, so I'm stoked to see how far he's progressed and it gives me a lot of hope as well because um, you know, I'm trying to push to get to where he is now. So he's, he's leading the way and I'm, I'm following. It sounds a bit crass, but obviously your, your contract is up at the end of the year. The club's been great to you. Rugby League cares. There's, there's been a lot of support, but have you had a chance? Do you, do you want to even think about what's next at this point? Just really focused on my rehab and my recovery for the first year. And now I've um, started to get a few little things back. Uh, you know, I've really kind of started to think, what kind of jobs that I can, that I can do after this? And um, you know, leaning towards a, a lot of mentoring, kind of um, counselling kind of jobs and like in the mental health sector. So I've got to start doing a bit of study and hopefully I can get a gig when I get back to um, Australia. Mose Masoy's contract with Hull expires at the end of the year. A Just Giving fundraising campaign is closing in on its £150,000 target.